Hi, welcome to the Emotional Stuff Podcast, hosted by Dr. Marcus Motley, clinical psychologist and positive psychology coach. Here you'll get powerful stories, techniques, strategies, tips, and targeted recommendations on how to effectively deal with anger, sadness, grief, anxiety, jealousy, fear, and other minor, major, intensely difficult, and disempowering emotions. Listen to the Emotional Stuff Podcast, read our blog, and begin to heal your hurt, manage your emotions, deal effectively with difficult people, handle stress better, and fully empower yourself to change and grow in the ways that you really want to. Dr. Motley helps you to remove the emotional chains that are shackling you. Hello, this is Marcus Motley with another episode of the Emotional Stuff Podcast. This is the show where we discuss the best tips, techniques, and strategies on how to deal with your emotional stuff. We recommend the best books you can read, videos you can watch, and tools that you can use to manage and then conquer your emotions. Sometimes we feature invited guests who will tell you their stories on how they deal with their emotional challenges and what they suggest for you. And finally, and most importantly, we answer your questions when you ask them. So send your questions to empowerme at hotmail.com. That's M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E at hotmail.com. Go to our website, www.emotionalshtuff.com, and you can listen to past episodes or read our blog articles. Today's episode is on the relationship between self-image, self-esteem, and self-concept. You know, I had a coaching session yesterday, and the individual asked me if there was a difference between self-esteem and self-image. Now, this is a question that I've had to answer many times over the years, whether in coaching, counseling, or psychotherapy. The question often arises because some people notice that sometimes when they see themselves in the mirror, the image that they see triggers various types of feelings, sometimes good and sometimes not so good. That image in the mirror also often triggers internal comments that they make to themselves about themselves. One of my former clients, let's call him Jerome, had a similar problem. On some mornings, he would look in the mirror after he had showered and didn't like what he saw. And that feeling would stay with him for much of the day, except when his young three-year-old would say to him as he was taking her to school, I love you, Daddy. That changed his entire day and seemed to wash away his previous feelings of not being good enough or not being competent because he had not been able to reduce weight and so he was stuck with his growing belly fat. But when his daughter said, I love you, Daddy, that somehow triggered the thought, me too. I love me too. So yes, there's a difference between self-esteem, self-concept, and self-image. These are all terms that most people use interchangeably as if they are the same. However, as I will show here, these terms represent key differences in how we make meaning of and represent our perception of the world and, like in Jerome's case, our perception of ourselves. Perception is the key word here, as it indicates how we interpret the world around us and how we interpret the world in us. The terms self-image is about 
just that. The image or picture that we have in our minds about ourselves. Self-image is the way we represent ourselves visually and pictorially. So your self-image is the picture that you hold in your mind of how you look. Is the image you have in your mind about you a real representation of how you really look? Well, that answer is mixed. Sometimes yes, and sometimes no. So for example, there are some people who, when they think of themselves, see themselves as very, very fat. Yet, when they go on the scale, it registers a normal weight, average for their height, let's say. So, they have a distorted self-image, and as a result, they go on extreme dietary regimen in order to lose weight. Other individuals, while they may seem to eat normally in public, they quickly exit to the bathroom to induce vomiting. Why? So that the food they eat might not contribute to their distorted perception that they are overweight or oversized. So what we see here are two opposite sets of thoughts that lead to behavior that's not good for us. Now, while self-image is about the internally held picture of oneself, self-concept is about the thoughts, philosophy, ideas, and beliefs, or concept, which individuals use to describe themselves. Self-concept is what people say about themselves, mostly to themselves. Self-concept is a verbal internal representation of oneself. It is self-talk about ourselves. It is the sets of thoughts that says things like, I'm handsome, I'm capable, I can do this or that, or conversely, no, I can't. I'm not worthy. I'm too fat or too old or too skinny, etc., Now, self-concept may contain the same information as one's self-image, except that this information is represented in words versus pictures. So, self-concept involves your inner voice, while self-image involves your inner eye, which you turn on and make pictures of yourself. So, for Jerome, there were a lot of negative words that he sometimes used to describe himself, particularly around his body shape and his apparent inability to control how his body looked. Self-esteem is is described as the way we feel about ourselves. Self-esteem involves the feeling we have in our bodies when we think about ourselves. Think about the last time you were really scared. What was the feeling like in your chest or your stomach? What were the sensations like? Were you feeling discomfort? Now think about the last time you felt deeply satisfied. How did your body feel? Were you relaxed? How does relaxed feel? What are the physical attributes of being relaxed? For Jerome, when he saw himself in the mirror in the privacy of his bathroom, that image triggered negative thoughts. It triggered negative words. And those triggered negative feelings, which often lasted throughout the day. But when his daughter said, I love you, daddy, that seemed to trigger in him feelings of self-love. And his internal response was, I love me too. So I taught Jerome to look in the mirror in the mornings and say to himself, I love me. I love me because of... And he would then list 10 to 15 things that he loved about himself. For example, his work ethic, 
his commitment to family, his spiritual relationship with God, the fact that he was an expert on his job, and that he had a great career, and that he could give his family a great lifestyle, and that he was connected to his mom and dad and siblings and other family members. And within a few months of doing this, Jerome slowly started exercising and eating differently, and that belly fat began to diminish. Some people equate self-esteem with self-value and self-worth. As a result, they don't have a specific word for self-feeling. And so when I say feeling, I'm referring to feelings such as anger, happiness, satisfaction, discontent, hate, and love. How are these feelings represented in one's body versus the way they are related to you and represented in your thoughts? And when I say thoughts, I mean your self-concept. And how are they represented in pictures? Your self-image? That is something for you to think about. Rather than referring to self-worth, the reference here to self-esteem is primarily about how you feel about yourself from a physical perspective. My focus here on self-esteem is a focus on the emotions that you feel when you think about yourself and the physical manifestations that accompany those emotions. In other words, how does that feel? And where in your physiology are those feelings? So, are you confused about what I just said? Well, how does confusion feel? And where do you feel those feelings in your body? As you can see, there is a clear distinction between self-image, self-concept, and self-esteem. And Jerome, when he looks into the mirror these days, he sees an emerging picture that he truly loves. He hears himself telling himself all of the great things about himself that he loves. And he feels great about himself. And those feelings, for the most part, now last throughout the entire day. So in conclusion, we have just had a short session uh, on which we focused on the topic of self-image versus self-esteem versus self-concept. How you see yourself, how you feel about yourself, and the things that you say to yourself about yourself. I hope that you found value and that you receive tips that you can use. Please share the links to this podcast with your friends, family, and specifically anyone who you think would be interested in listening and who may benefit from thinking about this subject. Hi, thanks for listening to another episode of the Emotional Stuff Podcast, hosted by Dr. Marcus Motley. Listen, if you need private, personalized information, techniques, or strategies that are designed specifically to help you or a friend or a loved one, then please contact Dr. Motley at empowerme at hotmail.com. That's M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E at hotmail.com. Or go to the website at emotionalstuff.com, emotional, S-H-T-U-F-F dot com, and leave a private comment or make a specific confidential request. Remember, you can always contact Dr. Motley for private and confidential coaching and counseling assistance.